0: Hello, Phantom fans, and welcome into the season finale of Ghost Stories. Brought to you by our friends over at Duncan. Remember, Ghost Stories is not only available here on YouTube, but also available in podcast form on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Amazon, and many other popular podcatchers of choice. So be sure to subscribe today, like the podcast, leave a review. Certainly helps out the show. Joining me for this season finale of Ghost Stories is a man that, well, he needs no introduction, but we're going to give him one anyway. He has over 700 games coached as a member of the Youngstown Phantoms coaching staff. He has appeared as both the head coach and the assistant coach in the USHL-NHL Top Prospects game. He's got the most wins as a head coach in Phantoms history. With 135, he eclipsed Anthony Noreen's record of 126 last season and beat Anthony uh, two games faster, I do believe. Uh, Three appearances in the Clark Cup playoffs one appearance in the Clark Cup Finals, and most importantly, innumerable interviews with yours truly, preparing to enter his sixth season as the Phantoms head coach, Brad Patterson. Patty, how are you going? How's, how's your summer?
1: It's been good. It's, it's better now that I'm talking to you when we're talking hockey. But, Absolutely.
0: Uh, I can't believe no, that uh, good. Camp, camp's getting underway in a week.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, you know, you anticipate it and you plan for it and, you know, it's, now it's right around the corner, so it's uh you know you, you you look at things like that all summer and you can't wait for it to happen and then uh now it's let's put our skates on and get to work.
0: And not that you get much of a summer break, but what have you been up to since april twenty fourth
1: uh there's we've talked about this before it's you know it's busy in an aspect you're you're preparing for um you know the draft, the new year the then camp around the corner. Um, this year we had camp up in, uh, at Prince Cape at South point, um, I believe it was the 20th of June thereabouts. Yep. And we ran it over a course of about five days it was main camp. Prior to that, we had a futures camp in Pittsburgh, um, where, where some younger, uh, younger players were in, that would be future, you know, a year down the road, two years down the road draft. Um, you know, and then once you get through, through camp, you, you kind of start to, to pare down your, your roster and, and what things are going to look like coming back in September, um, and all while that's going on there, there's numerous different, uh, different camps that we, we do throughout the, you know, the black bear, um, scope, you know, with so many ranks on the East coast and, and down, down, um, towards the South that, you know, we're able to bring in a lot of high level players and, and, you know, evaluate them early and as well as get, you know, get to know them on a personal way. Um, so that as, as draft time comes through in, in a couple of years that they, they have a little more insight and, um. You know, so did a, did a few camps over the course of the summer doing that, and and then just a lot of things in house here. Um, you know, the great staff's done a great job as, as far as you know getting things and, and making sure they're ready. But, um, you know, just just the preparation going into September, there's you know there's a, there's always a, another rock you can turn over. So uh, we we all try to do that together.
0: Uh, the 2020-2021 season obviously didn't go the way any of us would have liked. Now that we've had some time to step back and, and take a look at it do you have any, any final thoughts on on how things went last year and you know obviously the you know the most difficult season at least record wise that you've had as, as a head coach what did you take away from that personally as well
1: yeah it's hard I mean you, you say that and you, it's hard in a lot of different aspects um you know while you're going through it in the heat of the moment you're you're looking to patch things You're you're looking to get better in this area because you know you're struggling there you're looking to you know, fill a spot for for somebody that can't play or whatever the case is. And there was a lot of challenges that we were faced with last year. And I'm fortunate to have a lot of you know experience through not only playing or coaching and, and working with great people that you know you rely on that experience to get through those things. And and a lot of what we faced last year was you know was unprecedented. And, and it's not just the COVID aspect. Like you know you hear COVID thrown around so much that you know that was a huge hurdle. It, it was, and it's not to undermine that. But um, you know when you when you're three weeks in and you're missing two high-end forwards and Ventro and, and Adam Isley and uh, Zmolik goes down in the first game. Like there was things that it was just, they were freak. Um, and, and while you can look at that and it, to me, that's a crutch, you know, we've talked about that all the time. You can, you can talk about those things, but it gives room for, for other guys to step up. And, you know, I, I, one of the things that I always try to build our teams off of and that it's that you know that that team camaraderie and, and that was to me I I feel like I failed in that aspect with with our group just it just in kind of the cards that we were dealt in in terms of what we could and couldn't do um I'm a big believer in being together as a team and you know we're that wasn't my message the first day <laughs> it definitely wasn't so you know some of that was was built in and you know if I could take it back would you well you know we're we're doing things for the health and safety of a lot of guys and um you know so it's it's hard to stomach with some of that stuff but uh, something that really struck me. And, you know, I write notes down all the time, you know, after game, you see the notebooks all the time. Um, you know, and and it was a conversation I had with some of our former players and it's conversation I have with our players currently. And it's, you know, you, you get better from going through things like that. You know, I'm a better coach. We're going to be a better organization. We're going to be like, there's multiple different things that you, you get out of some of the, some of the hard times. Right. and, and you hear it now, you hear it from players and you don't hear it from players when you're going through it. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll hear from an agent or a parent maybe sometimes, but you know, when a player isn't playing well or he's out of the lineup or there's struggles or you don't make a team, um, you know, those are times that you you grow exponentially. And you know, I, I was talking to some guys this summer about, you know, I used to sit down as an assistant. You know, part of my job was talking to guys that were going to be healthy scratches and you know, the, the message was, hey, you're, you're going to be out tonight, but here's what, what it's going to do for you. You're going to be better for it. And then, you know, you, you tell them these things and it's hard for them to gather that in the, in the heat of the moment. And, you know, you fast forward, you know, going through this summer and I'm looking back at the year, you know, doing some, some reflection on it and talking to some of our former players. And that was some of the message that they thought was the best thing. And this we're talking about guys from eight, nine, 10 years ago that are still playing, like how much that changed them, just knowing they look back in the heat. They, they didn't feel that way. They didn't agree with me, but you know when they when they look back at it two or three years down the road when they're in college and they face that adversity or when they're playing pro and face that adversity, you know they they had something to to really push for and, and move on from. They'd been through that experience, and by no means do I want to ever go through that again. There there was a lot last year that it was it was tough uh, mentally, physically, you name it. Um, but at the end of the day, like I said, you you take times like that, you, you become a better better coach, a uh, better organization, and you know that's you, you have to take take the good and the bad and you got to learn from both and you know we've we've been dealt a lot of good and uh you know we've we've had a lot of success over the past few years and again it's not something i want to go through again but um I definitely definitely learned some things and I, and I think the players would say the same thing
0: so uh, obviously the the health and safety was, was a big challenge last season um going forward into 2021 22 are are the protocols going to remain in place uh will games that are missed? Are they going to be forfeits or no contest? That could be uh, made up like it was last year.
1: Yeah, I think you're going to see something very similar to to what we've you know been through. You know we we couldn't answer this question last year at this time because things are so fluid and, it, and they still kind of are to to a degree. But um, you know the league did a great job last year of um, you know helping keep everybody health or with their health in mind and, and making some protocols and and a lot of those things will will be very similar um you know i think there's there's always new information that you're getting you see i'm not a medical whiz or um but there's things that change on a daily basis so i think there's a lot of things that they come into play with that but definitely you know it's not in the back burner just because hey last year we dealt not like you know it's, it's something that's going to be ongoing and um i think you, you live and learn from experiences like i said and i think the, the league did a great job of that And that's you know from the, the league office down through every organization in the league um, you know, so I, I would expect that to to remain as far as the ins and the outs, as far as, you know, if, if there was a game canceled or, or things like that, uh, I couldn't answer that specifically, but I would assume it's it's going to be very similar to what, what it was before, just a lot less of, of what we saw with, you know, being able to to rely on experience to, to get through some of those things.
0: You are listening to the season finale of Ghost Stories, the Youngstown Phantoms official podcast. I'm Voice of the Phantoms, Matt Lipsack, joined by phantoms head coach brad patterson we are brought to you by our friends over at duncan we are available on youtube apple podcast google play spotify amazon and many other popular podcatchers be sure to subscribe today so brad uh phantoms there have been some personnel changes in the building um you have two new assistant coaches andy contoys and brandon gotkin uh two co-general managers uh, jason deskins and Ryan Koseki you're going to be taking over the GM role from you. Uh, what can you tell us about the, your experience with the staff so far, what you knew about them beforehand uh, and is, is it exciting to be able to, to focus a little more on, on coaching instead of the, uh, the general manager side of it?
1: Yeah, geez, that, that's a mouthful right there.
0: It is. <laughs> just threw it like is. Six
1: questions. I'll, I'll try to cover them. We'll probably a have lot, back, lot but...
0: going on, a lot going on.
1: Yeah um first with Jason and Ryan it's been great uh you know everything we've ever done here it's been a you know a team mentality and you know you bounce ideas off one another and and I think you know not only have they shown that but but I think our entire staff has um you know they're they're well connected in the hockey community they you know they're eat sleep breathe hockey no different than anybody else um that's here so it's been it's been great from that aspect um you you, you you talk about what they've done and they've been around, like they've been in our, our organization in the past and, and done great things. So, you know, that's, that's all of our expectations moving forward uh, as a group. Um, but have have brought some, some new things and some new, you know, thought processes or uh, you know way to go about different things that, that I think is, is unique and it's, it's going to be advantageous. And that's, that's something that's exciting. Um, you know, with, with Andy, you um, you know, through the interview process, you know, he, he was great. He was somebody that, that coached in our league a couple of years ago as an assistant in Bloomington. Um, so I first met him there. But, uh, you know, having somebody that's been through in our league as well as at the East Coast League level, um, you know, he, he played over and he's got a similar resume to, you know, from a hockey playing standpoint to, you know, both of us were over in Europe, you know, saw different different ways to do things. And, and I'm excited about that. And he, uh, and he moved to town last week. So it's been, it's been good to have some other boots on the, on the floor here. Um and then uh with Guder, um Brandon, sorry. Uh Brandon down in Maryland, he's, he's somebody I, I mentioned some of the camps that we do. Um, you know, our black bear sports. So, you know, we have numerous camps over the course of the summer. And Brandon's somebody that I've worked with in the past. Um, have always, you know, talk, talk to you with and and always had good experiences with. And he's somebody, you know, his his energy is contagious. Um, you know, he's somebody that's it's gonna be a great addition as well as Andy and and Ryan and Jason both. Um He's uh, he's actually just getting into town here this week, so it'll be good to all sit down and you know I think we're all tired of doing these Zoom calls. And Matt, I was expecting you to drive to my house at nine. That's why I thought. You know, oh, you're running a little bit late. That's why I oh. texted you. I thought Sorry. I thought this was an in-person thing.
0: I I apologize,
1: um, but uh, no, it's you know it's, what we've gone through over the past year and a half we've learned a lot about technology but i would much prefer to, to sit in the same room so i'm i'm looking forward to you know um, you know sitting down with our staff and although we've done a ton of stuff online um you know have it having, having boots in the room and and faces and and really really hitting hitting the ground running here um come next week
0: i did that cover all your
1: questions i, I think that I, covered them all oh I think, no yeah i think, you got them all. I, I think uh you asked about like being excited about coaching or, or mm-hmm. responsibility, and and yes, you know it's the way, especially over the last 16 to, to 18 months, the you know the the man hours that goes into non-ice stuff um, with some of the things that have gone on in our league and in our world, and you know that's definitely been a challenge. Um, but uh, you know the, we have a great ownership group that you know we're we're doing a lot of things moving into next year that um, you know they they really. You know, helped helped us gather a lot of different things, um, whether that be staff, whether that be facility upgrades, whether that be, um, you know, some some new technology things that we're working with. Um, they're all exciting avenues, and and you don't get that without a, a strong and very supportive ownership group. So we're thankful for that.
0: You mentioned some facility upgrades. How's the the new weight room looking? I haven't been to the Cavelli Center. Is it nice?
1: It's, well, it's still, it's, that's part of our job this week is to to finalize and get some of that stuff done, but it's, okay. uh, you know, a lot of the equipment's come in, um, you know, it's just a matter of getting some, getting some fresh look on the walls, um, and, but no, it's, you know, something as simple as that, it's, you know, we're, we're always blessed and we have the, you know, everyone gets their passes at the YMCA, which is a beautiful facility here in Boardman. Um, but to have it in house, it, it really changes what you can do on a, on a day-to-day and, you know, whether that be attacking skills on the ice or doing multiple ice sessions, you know, and breaking up into smaller groups and, and doing lifts like that. It's, you know, it's something that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm proud to say that we're going to have down at the rink and, um, I think we'll definitely help, help in a lot of different areas, um, which, which ultimately, I think the the fans will be happy about because, because ultimately that means a uh, we'll have better product on the ice.
0: So equipment manager Evan Watts is going to be busy in the next week or two
1: watch he's busy uh he's he's unpacking he texts me every every few minutes telling me about what he just opened up because there's, there's a lot down there so um, <laughs> i know i know he's looking forward to to uh to our entire staff being down there here uh here tomorrow
0: so uh jason and and ryan that have were very busy their their first few weeks on the job shipped a few players out uh brought a lot of draft picks in and recently were able to bring a, a few players in as well uh justin barner evan werner Chase Patilla. Uh, have been added to the roster. What can you tell us about the uh, the new additions?
1: Yeah, I, th- I mean they all they all bring something different. Um, but I think the the mainstay on that is you know they're they're extremely skilled. Um, they process the game very highly. Uh, you know you hear the the buzzword or you know everyone talks about hockey IQ, but you know those are areas that these guys are are tremendous at. Um so definitely looking forward to that. and probably above above everything is just the type of teammates and the type of character they are um, you know, bringing, bringing guys in that you want, you want guys like that. And, and sometimes it's, it's paying a big price to, to get it. And, you know, there's a lot of guys that, that did things, you know, went about things the right way, good people, good players, like everything, there's nothing, nothing bad about them. But anytime you see in, in sports, you know, to, to get something quality that you really like, you, you often have to do the, the same the other way. Um, so, you know, we some of those guys, we won't see a ton this year, just because of the, the divisional setup. Um, but I know they're going to have bright futures. And, you know, with the guys coming in, uh, you know, obviously we're, we're very, very excited to bring them. Uh, Desi's worked with a couple of them in the past and, you know, coach them and, and speaks highly of them as as everyone that, you know, we made calls on and, and checked out. Like their play speaks for itself when you watch them. Um, but to hear the type of people and the type of character that that they have and that they bring to the rank on a daily basis, that's, that's the exciting point.
0: Speaking of somebody that's moved on from the Phantoms, October 8th. You're finally going to face off against the Madison Capitals after they had to take last season off. And Madison, of course, is led by your former assistant coach, Tommy Upton. How special is it going to be to be able to coach against Tommy?
1: Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be great. Um, Tommy, it was just a matter of time before, you know, he was going to take the reins somewhere in the league and uh, I truly value our our time together. You know, he's, he's not only a great coach, but a great person. Um, You know, he was, he was here for a year, but, you know, left, left a lasting, you know, lasting touch. Um, and he's no differently. I know you he referenced dance in, in the intro, you know, no different than, than anybody you work with. You, you want to be competitive against them. And that's, that's the time, you, you know, you want to bring your best all the time. Um, I have no doubt in my mind, uh, you know, it's, it's unfortunate, you know, that Madison wasn't able to play last year. I think uh, what Tommy's going to bring to that organization is going to be tremendous. I think he's, um you know guys are going to want to play for him he's an upbeat person he's a he's a great hockey mind i um, excited to see what he does there and, and i know he's going to have a ton of success um i hope that success doesn't happen here in youngstown at all um but uh i'm definitely excited to you know to get into those games and um you know going to battle against them those are the times you, you know you love to compete
0: and, and tommy if you're listening congratulations to you and sarah on the new baby mazel tov, my friend so another another special occasion for the Phantoms this year will be a, a pair of games in Rochester, New York, against the Green Bay Gamblers for the uh, the Wegman, the Wegmans American Cup. How special is that going to be, getting uh, to an, a new location?
1: Yeah, driving east to go to a game. <laughs> it'll, it'll be unheard so of. Different. Um, yeah, I think the league for the past uh, – I could be wrong here. I think that the past two or three years they've done some non-market games. Um, I know uh, they were down Dallas, in Dallas a couple, a couple of years. years ago. Yeah. yeah, during the Winter Classic, and I think they're going back this year. I think there was one in Minnesota. I could be wrong, um, but doing it in different areas when there's a youth event going on. And when I say youth event, it's you know the the levels that we scout at, whether it's U15, U16, U18, um, where a lot of teams from all over the nation will come and play, and, and we kind of go out there and and play play a couple evening games, where some of those players get to see see a USHL game that maybe they're they don't get to see because of where the market is. Um, so definitely exciting to to go out there, um, be a different uh, different environment for sure. Uh, league usually puts on a, a good event when when guys go to those teams. I think Green Bay was out in Dallas a couple years ago. Yes, they were. Um, so it's it's always uh, they're the games that you know everyone submits to, you know, have interest in playing. So being able, like I said, it's close by relatively for us, um, but to jump in a bus and drive east, it's it's a little bit different than than jumping on 80 and going west.
0: So Brad, as we're preparing to to wrap up the episode here, one final question for you. I mean, I guess I can't promise that. You never know with me, but what is going to be the difference between last year's Phantoms team and the 2021, 2022 version of the Youngstown Phantoms?
1: Well, I think the easy answer to that, or like the, the one word is I I think you want to be more successful. Um, But there's a lot of things that go into that. and, And those are things that, you know, we've thought through as a staff and, and really tried to attack, and not only some of the personnel moves, but but some of the things that we're we're doing as an organization, um, you know, to to get better in those areas. And you know, to me, it's and as well as everybody else on on staff. You know, you you want to be a little bit more threatening when you have that puck, and you want to have the puck a little bit more off And and how do you go about doing that? And um, you know, part of that's the the development factor and what we you know what we have the ability to do here. And as I touched on before. I think at the you know near the start of the interview was you know some of the things that, that ownership is committed to w- with our group moving forward, um, you know are big things and and you'll see the results on the ice from some of that. Uh, some of that is you know how we're going to play, whether it be in our end or in transition or um, like I said when the, when the puck's on our stick and um, you know excited to to do that, especially with the, the new crop of guys that we have coming in that, that we really feel will will be able to be advantageous in that and you know part of that's. Again, we, we got to get them here. We got to the, get them through the reps, get them through the motions, and, uh, and really start to attack that head off. Um, and, again, looking forward to doing it.
0: Well, Brad, thank you so much for joining us here on the show. Um, hey, four weeks from the date that this gets released, we are going to be at the UPMC Lemieux Sports Complex in Cranberry getting ready to take on the Lincoln Stars. I don't know about you, but I can't wait. I look forward to seeing you there, Matt. Outstanding. Well, fans, thank you so much for tuning in to Ghost Stories all off-season long. A big thank you to our friends over at Duncan for paying the bills for Brad. I'm Voice of the Phantoms, Matt Lipsack. We will see you in Cranberry on September 23rd. Sound out. Fade to black.